0: Well, welcome to the Chase Merrill Podcast, Larry Merrill, my guest today. Thank you. It's so good to have you, Ben.
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure.
0: My dad. This has been something that, you know, I knew before I even started, I couldn't wait uh, to get to have this conversation today.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Ever since you started them, I thought, when's he going to invite me? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's... Uh, it, it's been awesome up to this point, but yes. yeah, I mean, getting to have this, part of it was be, being able to do it in person. You know, you live in, in Arizona Huge, and yeah. uh, us up in Washington. So in fact, in the environment we're in is, it uh, could, could very well be an environment that I have in my own home, but it is uh, indeed your home in your house uh, in Arizona. So you're, you know, you're going to get a little bit of a glimpse of the, the, the environment. That really is our heartbeat.
1: Yes, yes. We, we wish we were here all the time. Yeah.
0: Hunting, <laughs> outdoors, uh, mounts, antlers, uh, anything that can emulate like us being out hunting and, and being in that space together.
1: Outdoors, absolutely. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Well, man, the 52 Project, that's part of what this whole thing for this first year is, uh, is 52 conversations with 52 people who've made an impact on my life and obviously uh, who the physical, practical, Chase Merrill would not be here without Larry Merrill. That's a small part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just try to preserve the uh, the jokes that may be uh, stirring, stirring up in you. But, well, because uh, we got to keep this thing you know, right. family friendly and all that. But yes. um, what a privilege, man, to get to sit down with my dad, who I really feel like is um, the relationship that we have is so special it also doesn't feel at times i look around and i think to myself um I, I think i don't realize how incredible of a gift the relationship we have is you know in my 30s with a family of my own to be able to even have this kind of opportunity to sit down and there's like not an awkwardness there's not a a bunch of unresolved bitterness or hurt or you know things that i know a lot of people have or are experiencing with you know, their family or their father, or their mother, uh, I just got myself really blessed and fortunate to be able to sit here and have this kind of relationship with you. Um, and so excited to share that with people today, you know, not just our relationship, but who you are and, uh, you know, where, where I came from, mm. you know, yep. so jumping in, I mean, just kind of wanting to introduce who you are just for a moment. Um, how long have you been married to mom? Give me a a little snapshot of like, before, you know, you had offspring, before I got here, like, just give us a glimpse into who you are, marriage a little bit, and just, you know, where you are right now.
1: Right on. Absolutely. Uh, Honor, obviously. Um, uh, I'll start off with saying that, yeah, God's blessed us in having you and Landon as our two sons, uh, mom and I. And um, yeah, kind of a quick... You know, blue collar family, grew up. Um, mom, just you know, every time the church doors were open, we were there. Yeah. Uh, got got to be raised in a Christian home. Um, that said, obviously, you know, we we had our issues as a family. Um, but uh, God God blessed me coming out of that, and um, met your mom at a very early age. Yeah. Um,
0: you were a teenager, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so I. going going to church about 10 miles from from where I lived. Um, That's where your mom and I met, and it was, uh, I think I was 15 and she was 13. So
0: um,
1: went through, you know, youth group and lots of outings and all that and kind of courted a little bit there. And when she turned 16, I got to date her, Yeah. uh, asked permission from her dad if I could take her on a first date, and he said, nope, not until... (laughs) until I take her on on her date then you can and and so that happened and um yeah here we are almost I well I knew her and courted and dated five years and then we got married I was just turned 20 she'd been 18 about I don't know five or six months yeah I
0: mean she I'm trying to remember she was engaged while finishing her senior year in high school I believe so right
1: yeah that's crazy yeah really crazy So we had been together, you know, had a few offs, but mostly on for five years. Yeah. And um, yeah, got engaged and um, got married right out. She came out of high school and got married that September. And uh, we're we're looking at 40 years this September. It's insane. Yeah. So 40 years, 40 and honestly, best decision I ever made aside from, you know, Christ being my savior and asking him into my life. But um that said uh we had 8 years of marriage before you came along and there's a whole other story to that i'll try to keep it as short as possible but it was very very impactful for us um you know a few years into marriage you know not even really thinking myself what am i 23 um and you know mom's starting to think getting kids you know and uh so i'm like yeah so that started yeah let's let's try let's not prevent and so um boy next thing you know a few years go by and we're not having kids yet and it's starting to get a little bit worrisome for mom especially she she's like what's going on so we did all this stuff right the check and all this stuff and so infertility we you name it we tried it and uh pretty much said wow like lord what's what's going on here and we, well, my Shelly started looking at adoption. And um, I just thought, man, Lord, why? You know, I'd really love to have my own flesh and blood. I know there's kids out there, you know, that need families and parents. And I mean, there's a huge need, but, you know, just so badly want my own flesh and blood. And then that was just kind of a test, really, I feel like, on my own self. Sure. And, um, so one night, I, I remember distinctly, middle of the night, I was just kind of laying there awake, and, and I knew Shelley had been, you know, somehow woke up. And I just said, hey, you know what, all the adoption, you go, you know, do whatever you got to do, start, start that process. Man, I mean... First thing next morning, she's on it. She's yeah, sending it out, like you, know, you know, international adoption agencies. I think she applied for oh, five and this or is, six. This
0: is before you could just jump on Google yes. real quick, too, right? You know, yeah. make it all online. I mean, you're talking about packets, yeah. physical paper, yes, you yes. Know. yes. mail, yeah. yes,
1: nail mail. So, so that that started, and um, not even I don't know, mom can correct me, but it, it was that year we found out. We were pregnant, and that was you. And so I just believe God's timing, bringing you into our life. I'm a little older, a little more mature, a little less selfish. (laughs) Now's a good time to have children, and and it wasn't much later Landon came along, too. So, um, yeah, God blessed us with the desires of our heart there, and and it's been amazing.
0: Yeah, so So eight years of, of marriage before I was born, um, you're celebrating 40 this September yeah. years of being married. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you alluded this to, one of the things that has been so impactful for, I know for myself, and I can speak probably for Landon to my brother, is that, you know, even in those years growing up and, and under your guys' roof, um, you, I mean, it wasn't all like the picture perfect marriage, family, emotional, all that stuff was good all the time. You know, obviously we had a lot of different things. But the thing that really stands out as I think about that is you and mom never really hid like whatever you were walking through from us, you know, at least from when I can remember, you know, the my being old enough to understand what was going on. You really you were authentic. You were authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think about your generation and I think about your parents' generation And that seems pretty foreign. Mm I don't, I don't, I think one of the things that marked who you and mom are still does is your authenticity and how you live and how you aren't trying to put something on that you aren't. And even with your own kids, you were, you were comfortable enough to go, yeah, we're not, this is uh, an argument or this is a, whatever we're struggling with as a family here, this is a thing. And I didn't realize it as it was happening, but I do now having a family of my Mm -hmm. own and you know, yeah still still considering myself a young man at 30 almost no i'm what am i i'm 31 gosh i'm almost 32 well i'm still a young man so you must really <laughs> i just mean the way you guys were you just so authentically let us in i just and so I, I, you know, maybe tell us a little tell me talk about that for a second because you know you didn't necessarily have that as a model for you growing up with your family mm-hmm. your parents uh, i know mom didn't either yeah um, like, so how did you do that? Why did you do that? Yeah, Where did it come from? You know, uh,
1: you, absolutely. The generation before us, and I obviously can't speak before that, but, but my parents, Shelly's parents, I think it it was kind of just a, a cultural thing to keep it amongst the, the adults, you know? Sure. Um, even, even the kids were like told, you know, be seen. Don't, don't, we don't want to hear you, That's you right. know, be quiet. <clears throat> don't interrupt. And, um, Um, there was a lot of things in my childhood that I, I, obviously there's things I appreciated, but there's things I'm like, uh, that's going to change if I ever have kids. And in that was, was just that it's like full open, you know, uh, disclosure of at least the things that are necessary that I always looked at it as an opportunity to grow and learn. Yes, and so you guys being, you know, at least to the ages of certain understandability, if if that's even a a word, but um, that knowing you guys understood as much as you did, I always tried to enlighten and inform. So you did have a good broad understanding, and so if we were going through whether it was financial or or argument in the house Mm or something like that. We, we wanted you guys to understand what was really happening. And, and mom even probably would say, you know, I explain too much sometimes.
0: <laughs> so. Well, I don't know. That definitely hasn't impacted <laughs> me at all. Or I have not adopted over-explaining or over-talking, you know, in any way. So I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that stopped with you. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah but I, and I just think about that. And I so appreciate that now and find myself in moments, even with my own kids who are younger, um, you know, at seven, five, three, and eight, nine months, i just re- remembering how impactful now that was for me then to figure out how to continue to bring that kind of healthy component of authenticity with our kids when we do fail, mm-hmm. owning it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we when we aren't strong, being okay with that, and saying, you know, but here's wh- here's where I'm at, here's what we're gonna do while we're in it. I just that was such a that was just such a huge part of us growing up that I can recall. Um, and I've seen you maintain even after we've grown and, and we moved out of the house and all that. But uh, I just appreciate that because that's a big piece of, like it's a big value of mine. Like mm-hmm. today, even as I lead in uh, in ministry as a pastor, uh, the value of being authentic and vulnerable with people yeah. is so important. It's just so important to me. I don't know another way of leading. I, I do because I've seen other people lead in other mm-hmm. ways. It's still a temptation and a propensity at times to to want to present a stronger or whatever just more right. put together thing but it's in my core DNA because of the way that you guys mm. uh lived and lived your lives and raised us when we were younger and it's super appreciated I think it's rare mm-hmm. and uh I think it really connects with people in a really sure. you know authentic authentic way um what well, you yeah. know
1: for for from a very early age you know when I became a christian I think you know I was introduced you know Sunday school and all that but I think I really said hey Lord at at like 11 or 12 yeah somewhere in there it's like you know I'm going kind of getting into the junior high and it's just I'm seeing a lot more right you get more uh, information and and you start to realize oh all this stuff I just I've I've been taught over the years in Sunday school and church things I've seen and now I'm in a you know public school system and realized I need to make a decision, and I did. I made that decision to follow Christ, and you know, I was pretty popular in school, at least at the time, right? Yeah. You know, and and love sports, yeah. and you know, pretty social with with my friends, and but I realized as soon as I made that commitment, um, things started changing, even at school. Um, you know, people were like you know, I, I wasn't boisterous, but I, I, there was a noticeable difference. Yeah. I, I said no to. Doing things, or they'd invite me to go here, and I I just say no, you know, and uh, no judgment, but I was just like I started to change my yeah, decision making, yeah, and um, in that I would say throughout my life I I have said Lord your will, and and then I'm no scholar, I, I've read a lot of scripture, but um, I just know, you know, love God, love others. And th- that is what I've tried to share and teach with you guys growing up. Um, those, those are the, the commandments that I remember. Yeah. You know, yeah, the Ten Commandments, but, you know, love God, love others. And if you don't do anything else, I mean, do those things. And, um, you know, the whole concept of trust the Lord, and don't lean on your own understanding yep. um, all day long. Many times, it's one of the hardest scriptures to follow because you you, you want to lean on your own understanding. But I've always asked God since I was twelve. You know, hey, Lord, it says to ask for wisdom and understanding, and I have. I'm mean, daily. I kid you not. My whole life has been, um, Lord, above all. Give me wisdom and understanding, yep. and in that, I think that's partly why I said, "Hey, I'm going to teach my kids. Um, you know, if if they can learn from this, I'm going to I'm going to give them that opportunity." So, yeah, always trying to make sure you guys knew the details of why things happened yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. I mean, in your life is marked by wisdom. I think about you. That will be one of the words when I you your life is looked back on one day that's just like up at the top because of the way that you sought the lord i mean that, that i just i heard that word so much coming out of you like man pray, even encouraging us pray for wisdom mm-hmm. wisdom 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 and uh and yeah i mean the way that you you did teach us you did like you were such a are such a great teacher You you got with us got on our level and helped us try not just to do what we were told, but to understand the why and how things worked and how to overcome issues or problems or fit something in something that we didn't think could fit, you know, whatever it was, packing or whatever else,
1: (laughs) you know? Yes. And, um,
0: you know, so there's (laughs) wisdom. One of the other things I think about is like the hard work. Another thing that's going to mark you. Like, Mm. I don't know. I don't know if I've met somebody that works harder, has worked harder, um, in my life Mm. that I've seen, than you and from knowing some of the stories from your childhood to who mm-hmm. you are today mm-hmm. uh, you're turning
1: 60 60 this year young 60 yes sir young 60 60 years young yes
0: dude two-thirds of your life married
1: I thought you said it was almost over but yes no get out yes. of
0: here two-thirds I'm thinking 40 years of marriage celebrating and you're turning 60 two-thirds of your yeah. life you've been married it's amazing but uh hard work. Yep. Dude, you have broke your back mm. for uh, even before I got here. But then since um the the work ethic example and model that you showed for for Landon and I um has been second to none. And and in that, yeah, there've been seasons I think that you would say maybe I've overworked or have been more consumed by work than I'd like to be, mm-hmm. but you you feel you still figured out a way to make Landon and I feel like we were a higher priority than work. And even some, I remember seeing even just on the last few years some home videos from when we were really young, and uh, like Verano apartments down in Southern California, like that kind of stuff. And you know, and you were working two three jobs, you know, late nights on on call plumbing, different things fixing things, but you would come home like. On a lunch break, and just like get on the floor with us and you know play and wrestle and different things like that, yeah. and even in those videos, you can see your face, you can see your your posture your your tone it was like you couldn 't wait to have that lunch break to just wrestle on the floor for a little bit you know and and as a you know a, a new and younger dad now that have four little kids that I loved wrestling, I love all that stuff playing with them. i I saw that in you. You're working your tail off, but you still figured out a way to make Landon and mm. I like your priority. Yes. Uh, talk about family for a moment. Talk about how again I'm sitting here with a with my dad at 30, almost 32, with the relationship that we've got, and it didn't just happen overnight. You know, it didn't happen without its bumps and its its seasons, valleys and mountains. But I have to acknowledge, like it's rare, it's rare who you are. It's rare what we have. And so, um, but what, what, what you have isn't something that you just started depositing into it's something that you have been sowing into and depositing into for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think God has blessed that and is honoring that, but, but can you just speak into that world, into fatherhood, into, um, how you navigated the tension between providing for your family, working hard, but man, still making family a priority.
1: Absolutely, um, yeah, boy. Um, probably some of the passions in my life, um, I just want to share, and and that just exuded out of me to you guys. Um, you know, I, I love the outdoors. Anything, anything to do with the outdoors—hunting, fishing, hiking, camping, scuba diving, golf, racquetball—you name it. Anywhere, any activity that, that was just somehow a, an innate passion that I had. Um, but when mom and I had kids, I, it, it, it is truly a transformation in, you know, your, your posture as a, as a husband, now a dad. And it was like, well, I get to share all of my passions with my kids. And, um, never forced them but i i said hey guys here it is you know come with me yeah and and some stuck some didn't um and and to this day i i wish i could do all of them but i i physically have had to slow down from some of them yeah (laughs) Uh, and and figure out ways to you know still do them but you know modified or whatever the case but all to say um yeah you know any opportunity we had at that point Um, When I had time off or free time, I tried to make a priority to to go and get out and do that, you know, um, with both you and Landon. And um, you versus Landon have taken a lot of the deep passions that I have, and and they've been part of you. You've, you've, for whatever reason, um, similar... And Landon, too, to, to a large degree, but, but Landon had a few different, you know, he didn't like seeing the, the quail we dropped when we went hunting. Right. It, was, it was hard on him, and I get that, you yeah. know. And so, um, football, you guys both did it, um, you know, certain things, but, but, you know, Landon had a whole different passion. And, and honestly, um, boy, I wish he was here, because I, I, I love being with you guys. It is, yeah. it is truly my joy. To, to be with you guys um, all the spa sessions we always had yeah, I mean we would just talk about hot tub hot, yeah, tub. hot tub sesh hot you know? tub tub talk <laughs> tub talk
0: for life oh
1: yeah yeah it's kind of like you just don't have the water right 100 percent.
0: Really? I, I actually literally thought how can i get this set up to be in the hot tub because <laughs> it just would be so oh, yeah. uh symbol, symbolic yes. for so many of our conversations yes that, that was my attempt even with this chess board right? oh, yeah. even though even though you know chess is we play chess for years but it's been re you know in the the passion's been reignited since uh, that netflix uh, queen's game oh, yeah. i yes. think we've been playing over the last couple of years but hot tub sessions you were talking about just joy I mean, yeah just
1: just just love being with you guys um laugh in and obviously, you know, once, once you guys hit that young adult age, um, you know, yeah, anytime you guys ask for advice or, you know, uh, dad advice or whatever the case, um, uh, a lot of it was, was designed for, um, really just being your friend, being there to, to go through things together. But boy, you know bringing up history, past history, or things we did, um, and always dreaming. Yeah. And so, you know, I've always instilled in you guys, you know, never give up. But as far as making family priority, it's not an effort. It's just... It just kind of happens, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, I want it. I want to be there. Yeah. If I, if I could do nothing but hang out with you guys, I would, Yeah. you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We, so, and we feel that, Yeah. you know, and I think about, I just want to take a second and think, talk about that contrast with Landon and I. Um, and yeah, I would be really cool to do an episode with the three of us mm-hmm. at some point because I think it would be a lot yeah, of fun. Would that would be. be a lot of fun. But this is really important to me because I, again, now as a dad, I see the value of this having two sons two daughters two very different sons uh personality in you know, a wise but only two years apart very similar to landon and i mm-hmm. and in in a similar way weston my my firstborn, born uh, at, at this stage seems like it's taken more to some of those passions and things you know than beau my second born uh, so i see this with so much greater understanding and intentionality but you this was where I think you were different and you could have lost, not lost Landon, but you could have lost the opportunity to have the relationship that you have now with him, which is a relationship that is marked by what you just said, which is like you can't wait to spend time with him and he can't wait to spend time with you, mm-hmm. but he could have missed that. And here's what I mean, because because he didn't necessarily reciprocate those passions the way maybe I did football, hunting outdoors or whatever. Uh, you could have been like, well, it's going to be a lot more effort for me to find other ways to connect or whatever. And so kind of is what it is. But I'll have a son that I really connect with and one that I don't. But you didn't do that. You you figured out a way. And it was, I remember that season of life. Uh, and it was really challenging at first. I, I watched the challenge. But then it went from challenge to second nature. And it was a pursuit, an intentional pursuit on your part. To get into Landon's world, it was a rather than bash or uh, whatever, just whatever. Dismiss. Yeah, dismiss, That's the word. Landon's desires, passions, interests. You decided to just jump in and go in headfirst into what those things were with him, mm-hmm. even though they weren't your and maybe initial preferences or desires. And and so, bottom line, like, what was that? It was you pursued him. You pursued his heart. You pursued. And mind for your son's heart uh, despite the things that maybe you weren't even know, you know you, you didn't even know what or how to do some of those i'm thinking about like i think about X- xbox uh, video games like right yeah you didn't you maybe had some stuff growing up like uh, occasionally i can't imagine you played very C- many
1: commodore 64 pac-man yeah all those so,
0: yeah those are like the stuff in the corner at, a, at, at an old like pizza parlor yeah. that, you know yeah. the quarters are all rusted and that but so you know that was part of our world a little bit growing up. Yeah, that Landon was like more in, and you were like
1: Call of Duty. What's Let's go. No, wait a minute. There's too much bloodshed in that.
0: Yeah, you did. I remember when Halo Xbox yes, Halo. Xbox One came out. And our friends were starting to get it, and we were like, "There's this game called Halo." And you looked at the back, and it said rated M for mature, blood, violence. You're like, "Nah." And we we're like, "Dad, come on, nah. And then we, I don't know what it was. You guys, yeah, you find it like game get right. out of here. Yeah, it's yeah. my controller. Yeah, yeah I- you, were, you. I remember. I remember. I remember like coming home uh or getting playing setting up again or whatever and seeing like the different levels that we were getting different things and like seeing you had moved up a level or two since the last time we played and thinking the only way that's possible is if he got in here and played like by himself like while we were out (laughs) oh man but so you dove in uh movies right landon's passion with movies and film like you just dove in let's watch a movie let's go to a movie and anyway man i just want
1: to some of his film too you know it's funny I remember um I think you had just left left home um living on your own, if I'm not mistaken. Um and and he's like dad, you know I wanna do a video, yeah. you know, a couple of things I, I think we did a that's what she said video. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: I re- okay oh, check that out. Uh, yeah I <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was I, part of yeah being,
1: I, being part of his world yes yes
0: and your acting was superb <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> i know but but that is it was man and i just i want to i want to acknowledge and honor that and i think for so many parents that would listen to this that have kids my age that are sitting in your season life or my age that have younger kids that will be getting older or will one day have kids uh, it's just that value of pursuing your kids and pursuing mm-hmm. their heart and not always just trying to form them into your image or passions, but going, okay, God, you gave me these kids, their gifts that, you know, I, I have to enjoy and steward for, for sure, but I'm going to intentionally pursue their hearts. And so, and now, sitting, and married, um, you know, obviously... Is,
1: good job, Landon. Yeah,
0: good job, yeah, good job, Landon. Good <laughs> job, Katie, let's go. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, you've got two adult sons who, yeah, can't wait to spend time with you. Can't wait. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's zero, you know, like, like I'm like, how can yeah. I do more of that, right? Yeah. I think part of that, that pursuit was why.
1: And, and you know, we, you know, some of the, some of the story is... Um, when we were all in Northern California, Mom and I made that decision to, like, you know, leave Rockland and pursue. We went up to Oregon, thought I'd work up there for, you know, five, eight, ten years, I don't know, kind of finish out. And there okay. it is, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon Cup. cup. And um, wasn't even shortly thereafter we moved up there. You, to Washington. Yeah, to, to uh, Oregon.
0: Oh, uh, I, yes. initially, right, initially,
1: right, right. yeah, and then um, you guys had said, "Hey, we got an opportunity to go up to Olympia," right, and I thought, "Oh, you know, um, boy, the writing's on the wall." I think you guys weren't there five weeks, and Mom was there four weekends in a row. <laughs> yeah. and I thought, "Yeah, we're gonna have to move." Yeah, you know, so found a job up in Olympia, stayed there, um, tried to overcome the weather and and, yeah. and, and certain things that um, after. Long story short, after about close to four years we, we said, I gotta get to some better weather. Yeah. And and I've had some challenges, as you know, with arthritis and some other things, and um, just needed a, a warmer, drier climate. Yeah. Here we are in Arizona. But one of the hardest decisions and you guys are just starting the church startup as the senior pastor of Living Water Lacey. And then, you know, our passion was you guys yeah. and our grandkids and um, of course, Landon hadn't been married at the time, but man, all this was starting to, you know, just like, this is a big decision to separate and leave physically. When we we would see you guys a couple times a week, you right. know, because we live four miles apart. Or, right? Um, extremely difficult. And, um, you know, we, we always try to find that silver lining, you know, in certain things. Of course, now we have FaceTime and, and those are Great, but there's still not enough than being yeah. with each other, and so you know we decided well, gotta you know we're gonna do this, and um, timing was hard I know, but God always, but God right so yeah. God takes all that and He works, you know what He wants to work through it. You know, all things work together for the good for the loves who love God. or Romans eight twenty eight called yeah. according to His purpose, and and it's like. God's moved in your church. Amazingly, we watch online, of course, and you know, do what we can to support. But um, still, you know, nothing like being there. But but part of that was mom and I um, are still going through. You know, certain things we still don't know what what's ahead, um, but we're trusting God in it. And, you know, we do have Lannon and Katie, you know, six, seven hours from us. Um, still, as much as it is you guys are, you know, 20 hours from us, right. you know, if we drove. Um, that is that is just part of what we understand. And I believe it's a season. Yeah. You know, I don't see it as long term. But um, we've never held on to things too tightly. Um, yeah. Always believe that. You know, God has directed our path, our entire married life, and and that includes all the moves we've had. Yeah, I really, I really believe that. You know, it, it's a lot um, for anyone to move once or twice, let alone I can't even tell you, Landon could. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> hey, we're, we're but, at least close to twenty uh, since we've been yeah. born. But you know, obviously, yeah. you guys are more than that. in your yeah. married life,
1: but we've met people, oh, we've totally. seen new places, new things. You know relationships we would have never had yeah you know i can go on and on with the people we've met um, mom mom too um we you know all the people that may be watching this they they know who they are we've met them through our moves yeah. without that stirring whatever it is of maybe it is a a, a thing that you know we we get itchy <laughs> um for change i don't know exactly i can't explain it yeah but i we just feel led and and when we make those moves we really do feel like hey you know god's behind this so um passionate for you guys our little grandkids we have been blessed three weeks we got to go to tennessee right for a week um, you know, Landon and Katie there and got to see, you know, grandma Wanda celebrate her 80th yeah. family. I haven't seen in a long time. Um, and then, you know, you guys are there, bring the whole family, and then you get to come back here for two weeks. What a blessing. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had every second with you guys. Um, you know, had to go back to work a little bit there, but, um, it is, it is just a joy in our hearts. We, we just if we didn't have to do anything else we would just be hanging out yeah. supporting family yeah. you guys yeah you know
0: um so that piece of you you guys even your move to arizona, here in arizona and you mentioned kind of the difficulty with that timing you know i remember thinking about that and just being like for us from my vantage point you know uh, getting ready to launch this this church, and although I being a lead pastor it hasn't always been like my dream or anything like that, but it, it had been something that we'd been growing into to some degree, and so it felt like okay, we're yeah. finally doing it. And then that same time frame, you guys were like okay, well, we're actually gonna leave, you know, even though it felt you know it was hard. But one of the things that is, I again I've continued to learn and see as a, as a young man, husband, father, etc. Um, and I recognize as part of why you and mom created such a healthy environment and family for Landon and I and still for us is that you you really were submitted to following the Lord and and then for to each other and I think that's probably the greatest gift that you gave Landon and I was uh, your love for mom in pursuit of her um, throughout those years and still to this day Mm. um, that she really is your best friend like, you can still see that 15-year-old Larry love, look, you know, like, uh, infatuation, obsession, mm-hmm. whatever you want, with mom at times, 40 years, you know, Mary plus that, right? And I think to that that side of things, as people would listen to you, as family, marriage, all those things that could be part of their lives. That the, I think one of the greatest gifts you gave me was the way that you loved and pursued mom, mm-hmm. Um because we never had to, and again, it didn't mean everything was perfect. Like, right. right? you guys, obviously, yeah. you're very human, <laughs> very human. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> yes. and you know, you have, have had moments, challenges, and, and different things, but you just, you both haven't given up. Uh, you haven't given up on each other and um, given up on following the Lord. And so, even the move to Arizona was a move to go, hey, we know this is really going to be painful because we're leaving something we love in our, in our, some of our kids and our grandkids. Um, but God's leading. And this is for us. We still have us in our life, you know, to, although you're a very important part of it, you're not all of it in the sense of God's call on our life to go and still be who he's called us to be. And I respect that. And I, I so respect that. I think there's, I watch a lot of parents be on the, the extreme ends of the spectrum of either a child obsession of like, I literally have no purpose in life but them, and so I will only do whatever they do, go wherever they go, and their roller coaster ride of up and down because you know their kids can't make up their mind or whatever else it is, and they're they're felt they're left feeling unsatisfied or their expectations aren't met because whatever. To the other end, which is like I could care less, you guys go do you. I've got I'm me, and I'm going to pursue mm-hmm. my whatever. And you guys really have found, I think. Such a beautiful balance of, we know you would want to spend as much time as possible mm-hmm. with us, but uh, you also have a bride who's mm-hmm. still your bride first, and your guys' surrender to Jesus is still above your parental role, uh, or grandparental role, which is obviously super special in season two. But I respect that, and I think I'm still learning what that looks like for me mm-hmm. and will as our kids get older. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but I think a lot of parents could take um, note of that uh, because I think it's part yeah. of how you guys have remained consistent in who you are.
1: Boy, if I if, if I could speak to mom and I, um, yeah, you, time flies. You know, I, I always get emotional, as you know, for years, right?
0: Again, another thing that stopped with you it didn't pass down to me in any way.
1: Good, good thing for you. It's brutal. I grown. <laughs> Crying as a grown man. But it, there's purpose behind it, yes, obviously. Yes. Um, you know, uh, at a young age, meeting mom, and yes, you know, the whole getting married young, um, going through a lot, mom is my best friend. She has been the best part of me. And anyone who has met us as a couple will vouch that yeah. Shelly is the better half. She, uh, she loves life. She loves you guys. Like you, you'll never know, yeah. you know, bigger than the sky, bigger than the universe, yeah. whatever you want to say. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's exponential in, um, her, her passion and love for family, but she has been my blessing in this life. Um, truly, um, you know, it's interesting. We're, we're at that Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. Kind of reunion and, and birthday celebration for Grandma Wanda, and um, had one of one of Shelly's cousins. Um, we were talking; I hadn't seen him in a long time, and you know they're they're double cousins, by the way. Yeah, and so we're just talking and catching up, and um, you know we couldn't we couldn't get close enough. We just started wanting to catch up, and you know how's life going, and yeah. this and that, and and um, you know it, it came up with with mom and um he goes you know i really see how much you love shelly he goes he goes it it just shows you know all these years it shows and uh, um and i i never really looked at that you know people looking at us on the outside um yeah we've had our challenges obviously every marriage does um and not easy you know there's a lot of a lot of back and forth um and and really it just comes down to having that desire to number one you know serve and love god yeah. but in that his blessings are tangible and shelly is that for me she's my my best friend she's with me by my side for 45 years almost and um i couldn't ask God for a better gift at all in life.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and, and we have fun together and, and, you know, we, we know each other inside out, which, you know, you, you, you know what buttons to push and, and when to push them and when not to.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, I I kind of push that a little too much sometimes, but she's the best and, and I uh, truly, truly love her. And um, yeah, if, if, if I died and went to heaven right now, you know, um, I I would not have asked for anything more.
0: Yeah. So it's incredible. I've asked this question uh, to some degree in every episode with every guest, and because the the why for the podcast for me is really helping people become freed up to get freed up from what's mm-hmm. holding them back, so they can get built up into who they were made to be. When you think about your life. You know, kind mm. of a wide stroke, a wide wide paintbrush, um, broad stroke. What what when you think about what's held you back from being who you were made or designed to be, what would you what would you say some of that is and like how have you or are you overcoming that into being who you know you were made to be?
1: Mm. Yeah, pretty loaded question. For know? sure. And I'm sure there um, could be different, sure, you know. But sure. just what
0: comes to your heart and mind when you think about it?
1: You know, I'm 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 pretty simplistic. I'm I don't have a college degree. I've taken a lot of college courses. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I don't tout you know to be um, you know deserving of anything. God's put me where I'm at through a lot of hard work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, circumstances that have kind of led certain things. But I would honestly say, um, you know, not a lot of regrets. If I had any, and and I know you didn't ask that, but if I had any, I it's not really around family. It, it, it probably some financial decisions I could have, I wish I would have done differently. We all we all have those, I'm sure. But um, I would say, um, living a full life, trusting that God will do what he said is is really, it's a challenge, but it's what I would say, do that. And and life is simple. Some people go, no way, it's crazy hard. And it is, it's hard. This world is a tough place. Um, But when you have God on your side, and and obviously, the relationship I've had with Him since, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, uh, pursuing God and God obviously pursuing me, um, I can vouch that, yeah, it's real. Um, not perfect situation, you know, going through stuff, but leaning on God and um, not giving up in circumstances reaching out for wisdom, asking God for wisdom and understanding in our, in our prayers, um, uh, knowing who he is and what he deserves as, as the creator of this universe. You know, if we don't worship him, the rocks will. So I would, I, I don't have a lot of like golden nugget wisdoms, but I just know that what I've gone through in this life, um, if I could just say anything, trust God. Um, constantly ask for wisdom and understanding. Trust that God will provide that, and and through that He'll guide you. He'll direct you in your path. And um, we don't we don't know what tomorrow holds, but you know don't leave anything on the table. Um, you know right now this you know we all thought when Chella and I were teenagers and hearing you know Jesus is coming back and right. and, and we am not sure what happened before you. We believed that we wouldn't have kids before you know second coming um, I mean yeah world's gotten crazier and um, I I would say even for our own grandkids you know if if they look back on this and go you know hey what did what did Papa do? what did Grandma do um, Jesus Jesus Jesus, the name of Jesus
0: yeah, so good well i could sit I could sit and do this for a long time yeah, and I could. Uh, I'm super thankful for the opportunity to, get to do it and I think about being a man and uh A husband and a dad. And man, what a gift that I have. That I have a dad that I go, gosh, if I could be like him, I'm going to be in a good spot. Uh, My kids will be in a good spot. Their kids will be in a good spot. Um, Because that's how I feel about who you are, how you've loved me and Landon, and how I get to see you love my kids now, oh God, it's such a beautiful watching them develop a relationship with Papa. It's so fun is a is a blast, yeah. and it's just God's goodness and faithfulness, you know. Um, but knowing that, man, we we yeah, we aren't guaranteed tomorrow, but that I have more chess games to play, mm-hmm. spa sessions to to have, hunting trips to go on with you, and you know, hopefully even our. Uh, my kids, you know, to creating more memories landon and, and his kids that Absolutely. one day um just fills me with so much joy mm-hmm. and even if we didn't if we both you know if we were on a plane and we you know, God decided to take us today, the experiences that i've gotten to have playing mm-hmm. these yes. things with yes. you yeah. um yeah. are just um, they 're just rich and abundant, and I can man i 'll be pulling from those for years and years and years. Every time I hunt, every time I'm outside, every time I'm uh, in that kind of environment, you're going to be with me in that way. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I just have have been so blessed by time with you. I said this one time in a, in a sermon. We went on a fishing trip. <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll close with this because I know we're, we're right there. Uh, well,
1: wait, wait, wait. Okay. I don't know the story yet. <laughs> okay. But- let me say this: I am extremely proud of you. Not just as a as a, you know, a son father, but you as a person. You have absolutely honored me and your mother in your life choices and how you are a dad. And um, man, just couldn't be more prouder. So, good job. Thanks, man. I love you. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I um I. I did graduate college. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Ba- good job. Good ba- job. Barely, and and you uh, you gave me a gift of celebrating, and honoring that by going on a deep sea fishing trip, in San Diego for mm-hmm. for tuna, and uh, we had had a couple of those before and had had some great success catching great you know catching fish. Um, this trip we didn't have the same success. You know, we didn't. Either, neither of us caught anything. Um, and I remember coming back and sharing some of that trip with with uh, with the church. And I had a time to preach and share with them, and, and I had this epiphany out there um, mm-hmm. that the Lord just gave me. And it was uh, even though I didn't catch anything, I got to I got time with my father, mm-hmm. and that time with my father was more valuable to me than than the outcome of whatever it was we were trying to do or not do and uh and then that that is what i hope i can give my kids Mm -hmm. absolutely i hope that man when i'm done spending time with my kids after whatever it is a camping trip or whatever that they don't walk away from that and go well we didn't have the outcome we wanted or whatever but that, what they've left with is like, but the time I got to spend with my dad.
1: Mm. Awesome. So great. So, so, so awesome.
0: So thank you is not adequate, but but man, I just love you. I feel loved by you. Mm. Again, one of the greatest gifts you can give, give me, give a kid. Um, I feel like you're proud of me. You know, I know, a lot of kids live their whole life wishing to feel that or hear that or hope that there's some connection to that from their dad or their mom. Uh, we've never wondered in that department, um, which is, you know, probably at times it'd been too much. Hey, you know, I'm sure there's probably times we thought we could do things we shouldn't think we could do because we just had so much belief and support. Mm-hmm. But um, even to this day, you know, the way you guys continue to support and uplift my bride and I and our family, um, it, it, it's, it's, an, it's an incredible blessing that continues to, produce fruit in my life and in our family. So thanks for having the conversation
1: always with me today.
0: We'll have to have another one of these Mm. uh before this thing's over, maybe like a part two, because I just there's so much more I'd love to I'd love to share and people to get to hear but but really appreciate what you got to share uh with me today. Love you a lot. Yeah. Love you too. until next time. Yes. See you later.